Hi there, I'm Chris if you don't know me and I'm, I'm here in Hope Chapel on a Wednesday afternoon and I'm bringing the Sunday teaching. Really strange. We've been so used to either speaking live to a group of people gathered in the building here or for the last year we've been doing a, a kind of live stream um, service each week where even though you can't see everyone we're all together in the same, we're all together on the same digital platform at the same time or catching up, a lot of, a lot of us are. What we're trying out now for the next month, for the month of May, is uh, putting out a podcast uh, talk uh, on the Wednesday of each week that you can watch or listen to at a time that works best for you. And then we're gathering as church on a Sunday afternoon at four o'clock outside Hope Chapel. Um, and there'll be different children's and youth and adult settings where we can come together. And partly what we can do is we can process what we've been listening to. Uh, in the teaching, and we can pray together, and we can encourage other, and we can worship together. We'll also have some live stream uh, music worship going on uh, as part of those Sunday afternoons. So this is the first, uh, the first of those. And again, for me right now, it feels a bit strange uh, on a Wednesday rather than a Sunday. But our goal is to grow as followers of Jesus, isn't it? And so we're using the opportunities uh, that COVID has given us to press into how can we grow through this rather than just survive. What, what can we, how can we mature as Christians, as followers of Jesus through the opportunities that give? So this is another opportunity now. And hopefully, uh, that by watching or listening to this teaching, uh, at a time that works for you, you can, we can, we can dig into it and we can, and we can feed in it, feed on it, um, uh, in our, in our different settings in different ways so that we can be encouraged and built up, uh, as a church. So our theme for these next four weeks going through the month of May, our, um, our community, and, and it's kingdom community. I was sitting outside Hope Chapel uh, on Sunday this week, Sunday afternoon, with three or four or five other people around a coffee table, and it was weird. <laughs> it was it, it was good weird, but it was strange. These people aren't from my household, and yet, you know, we're sitting around the same table. We're all appropriately distanced and all that, you know. But it was um, but there's a strangeness, isn't there, to the coming out of all of the restrictions and the constraints. And I think also through this time, through uh, the last year, we've come to really recognise um, uh, what what power there is in community and our being together as followers of Jesus, as Christians, is such a such a vital thing. And so. What we're doing in, in these in these four talks is we're, is we're digging into um, kingdom community and we're called to uh, to be a community together. What does that mean? What fresh things can we see about that as we look at the scripture coming out of this COVID context? So to start us off today, I'm going to be, be looking at three different bits of, of uh, the New Testament and looking at how we're called into community and then we're sent as community. And then thirdly, as we encourage each other as community, uh, those, those three things are kind of weaving into that a bit of um, how we're moving forward as hope and, um, and, and looking at the examples of uh, Jesus and the disciples and, and, and what he taught. So to start us off, um, called into community. And Alice and I have been watching this um, kind of box set, The Chosen. Have you seen that? Uh, it's available on, on YouTube and through an app. And... Um, and it's really a kind of almost it's not a Netflix quality, but it's but it's pretty you know it's it's pretty good quality um, uh, box set type thing, which is going through the, the the gospels. And what's so good about it, I think, is that it kind of gives a bit of a backstory to lots of the characters, stuff that is detail that we don't see in the Bible. So it will tell us a bit of the back, well, it will make up a backstory for 
Matthew, the tax collector, for example, and it makes up a backstory for Peter, um, uh, one of the one of Jesus' disciples. And, it's, and, and this is all fi- that's fictional stuff alongside this, the stuff that we know is actually happened from the Bible. But having that really really um, helps it to come to life. And and just like often reading the Bible in a different translation, or I was talking with Paul Gibson today, and he, he was talking about having different people bring teaching. You know, helps you to see. Um, God and life in different ways, and uh, and likewise, watching the chosen um, on uh, on screen makes me read the Bible and think about the Bible again in a fresh way. And and so to start off with, on community, uh, are people that we're people that are called into community, and you see this really well in the chosen when you see that they, they sketch out Matthew is the tax collector, so he's the Jewish guy who has really um, turned from his people and is sided with the Romans by working for them to collect taxes from the Jewish people. And then it, it, and then it kind of makes up this background for Peter, where Peter is this indebted fisherman whose business has been struggling, and he hasn't been, he's taken some, made some bad life choices and hasn't had enough finance and money to pay his taxes. So you've got this conflict between Matthew, who's turning the screw, saying, Peter, you've got to cough up or, 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 or go to jail, uh, and Peter, who's furious with this guy, um, who's... Um, who's extracting his turn to the dark side almost, you know, and is trying to extract money from him. And this is, and, and yet, and then Peter's called first to follow Jesus. And he's just blown away by that calling on him. And then Matthew's called also, and, and Jesus has called both of them. And you've got these two guys who, you know, would never have uh, said a kind word really to each other, um, suddenly called into uh, to following Jesus together. And you see some of the tensions in that relationship uh, as, as, as they follow Jesus together. And this is one of the extraordinary things. That's a little example of the calling to follow Jesus, the calling into Christian community, is that people are called from really different walks of life. And people are called, we are called, um, with very different, from very different settings, with very different life experiences and life priorities, very different social networks and social groups. And we're called to we're called out of out of those to come to Jesus and follow him as our king and our lord and we're called to realign ourselves under his allegiance Matthew's tax collecting stops being his identity and his kind of primary thing Peter's fishing business and those things are laid down and instead they come together as brothers under this allegiance to King Jesus. And that's the same for us. I've just been reflecting on um, you know, us here at Hope. And I'm thinking I've got many friends within the Hope Church family who if I wasn't a Christian and if I wasn't here at Hope, I probably wouldn't be friends with at all. Our, our paths wouldn't really cross. Our lives wouldn't really um, uh, have much to do with each other might pass someone in the street, but I wouldn't get into the guts of doing life together. And and that's good. That's design. Another amazing example of this is the is the letter of Philemon in the new it's one of the smallest and kind of least talked about bits of the of the Bible. And there you've got this crazy dynamic where a, a slave runs away from his uh, his master and household 
and, and, and becomes a Christian, meets Paul and becomes a Christian. But, but also the master and the master's household are, are also followers of Jesus. So you've got this weird dynamic where Paul sends back this runaway slave and says, be united again with your master. And, um, and, and they're Christians, and, and all of a sudden, the master and the slave, who was the kind of the, 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 the dominant one, you know, telling the slave what to do as a piece of his property, suddenly they're brothers, and they're, they're, they're on the same level. And that's a, that's a crazy, a crazy dynamic, um, which is a beautiful dynamic. Isn't that the kind of, isn't that glorious? And so the calling in, we're called into this community, which is where our old identity and our old priorities and our old lifestyles and everything else is laid down. And instead, we come under the allegiance of, um, of King Jesus and we become followers of him. And I think the chosen, again, shows this very well. It's not a case of once Peter and Matthew start, um, following Jesus, everything's suddenly fine. They're like, oh, they're best mates. And it's, no, the chosen, and I think probably rightly so. Um, shows there to be an ongoing conflict. I haven't got to the point in, the, in it yet where they're reconciled. I don't know if they are. I'm not, I'm not, well, I expect they will be at some point. Um, but at the moment, it's still very raw. And, and actually, that will be the case for us um, within church community. And again, we see this with each other, don't we? Uh, even with people that are like us, it's hard enough to um, maintain good relationships a lot of the time and, and to put ourselves in, in, in a place of vulnerability and connection. Uh, even people that are like us, but often we'll get offended by people. People will wind us up the wrong way. And, uh, and the opportunities there are to press in, uh, to Jesus. Say, so we come under your allegiance. We're worshipping you. We're following you. Teach us. Show us how to be restored. How to be whole in these relationships. And we, 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 we talk a lot in Living Free, of course, we run here regularly about forgiveness and repentance being such keys to uh, healing and restoring and forming good relationships. So it's not just a, a death and a lying down that happens, comes out of this call and as we come under Jesus, but also we're kind of given this new identity and um, and probably those gifts, probably Matthew's accountancy gifts or whatever they were, probably Peter's entrepreneurial gifts or whatever they were, you know, they, they then come, they then come to Jesus, and they're laid down, they're submitted, and 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 what He gives us instead, we call it our original design. We 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 walk as we follow Him into this new identity um, as a community, and it's lovely. Just reading the book of Matthew, um, so this Matthew the tax collector wrote this Gospel of Matthew, and the way he writes about Peter. Um, is really good. He's not making snide comments and, and jabs, you know. He, he, he writes from a place of peace and purity and, and, and celebrates, uh, that he celebrates Peter. And, uh, and that's a, a wonderful sign of that, of that healing and, and, and Matthew recognises who Peter is and he recognises the calling that Jesus has put on his life. And presumably Peter did the same for Matthew. And, and so we, 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 as we, Called by Jesus, we, we, we let, let go of our old identity, our old way of doing things, and we, and, and there's an appropriate death and a laying down, um, of, of what we're about. And we, we come into this, and, and then we move into what are the plans, what are the purposes 
that you have for us. And this is, you know, this is, I think, a real focus for us at Hope. We want to know what are the, what are the plans and purposes that God has for you? What is your original design? How has God made you? And, uh, and that will only be realized as you submit to Jesus as your Lord. And you, and you say, I will follow you. I will, I lay everything down before you. And then it's so wonderful when he gives us back the, 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 the good works and the plans and the purposes that he has for us. And we as community um, want to encourage each other in discovering what they are and stepping out in, into those. And that kind of brings us really onto our next, onto our next um, bit of scripture. So that was around the kind of calling of the disciples, this calling of this disparate, different group of followers of Jesus from very different lives and backgrounds and so on. Uh, and they're called to walk together. There's many other examples uh, of, of relational challenges and, and differences uh, within, within that group of 12 and the others that they, that they meet and minister to along the way. But So the first one is really the calling, called into community. We're called into this body, which is <laughs> feels like it's not going to work. But as we come under the Lordship of Jesus, it, it does work. And he leads us into healing and wholeness when it's hard. And then the second, the second bit is, um, is what the disciples are sent out on a, on, on, on mission together. And we see this in, uh, I think it's, uh, Matthew chapter 10. Jesus sends out the 12 and, and, and then we see him sending out the 72 as well. And, 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 and so this is a, a little mission trip they do within the context of their, their kind of three year apprenticeship to, to Jesus. And, um, and they come back and they're, they're amazed because they say, look, we've healed the sick. We've, we've cast out demons in your name. And they've had these amazing experiences. And, and, and this is the really the second thing of, um, of, 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 of a kingdom community is that we're a community that is sent. We're not just called to sit around coffee tables and have a nice time together and say nice things to each other. Or just sort of, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the sunshine. Those things are, those things are good and important and they're part of the, the journey. But actually we're called, um, with a purpose and we're called to follow in the, the, the purpose of Jesus. And as we, as we, as we enter into that together, again, community is formed amongst us. It's that, I don't know if it's an expression, but it talks about um, about the the experience of having gone to war with other people forms you into uh, into a community and into a people of shared experience in a way that just coexisting together doesn't. When you've been through a trial with people, when you've been through a hard time, and you've shared in that experience. We know that something is forged. You hear of it, don't you, from, from people fighting in the First and Second World Wars, for example, being, uh, something is, is, is forged amongst those that you, that you fight with. And you discover things, um, in that place of, of trial and challenge that you wouldn't discover elsewhere. So these disciples, they come back and they're, and they've, 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 inca- they've, been on this shared experience, uh, and, and, and they've discovered God, and they've discovered the authority that they have in Jesus in in hold in, in, in really new ways. And these these uh, 
you know, it's, it's an obvious thing to say, but these three years of them walking with Jesus then set them up for the rest of their life, don't they? There were times of, there were times of intense trial and challenge and being sent and being out of their comfort zone. Um, and it's because they did that and didn't just stay in their fishing village on the edge of Galilee in northern Israel. But they left their homes to follow Jesus. They left the comfort. They left the, 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 you know, the familiarity of their people, of their extended family to, to, uh, to be sent by Jesus. And, and the same is true of us. Jesus says um, in, the, in the Great Commission uh, that in the same way that he sent the disciples out, he's sending out all of us. And this is Matthew 28. I'm sending you um, to, to preach the good news, to show uh, the love and the, and the life that I've shown you to those around you. And that's something we can do in our workplaces, through the way that we, uh, through, through the, the way that we work, in our local communities, through the way that we love our neighbours, in our extended families, and so on. And and. We as, as church, as a, as a gathered church family, similarly are a people that are sent together. And, uh, this has been part of Hope's history. So 21, we're a 21 year old church now, Hope, since it was reborn in this 200, 200 or so year old chapel. Um, and some of the probably greatest times that we look back on, uh, and remember with real fondness are times when we've when we've gone to war together when we've taken significant risks together when we've done things like we'd look back and we'd say we're launching the 24-7 prayer centre look back at the years of, of, of living free when, when that first started and, and there was a real growth and there's a real stepping out and a, and, a, and a change happening amongst people those would be some of the, the significant risk moments that I think many within Hope who've been around for a long time would say that's when we when we really grew. The um, right at the beginning, when when before I arrived at Hope, uh, there were these breakfasts when um, I believe the church would people would come and gather here on a Sunday morning, and and dream about what could what 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 risks could we take, what things could we do to to feed the the hungry in Bristol or to help the homeless or help people coming out of addiction. What could, what could, what could we do? And that is a, as a is an important feature of kingdom community. We're a people that take risks together. And we encourage each other. We recognise callings and giftings on each other. And we encourage each other saying, yeah, go for it. Take, take the risks. We're, we're a sent people. So that's the second aspect of, um, of kingdom community. So firstly, we're a people that are called from our diverse backgrounds and then we're, we're sent, we join in the kind of the going of Jesus. And, and as we go, we take risks and we're looking to go to places that don't yet know Jesus and bring his life and light and hope into those settings. And then the third aspect of um, kingdom community, and I touched on this a bit already as well, uh, is around being a people that, uh, that encourage each other. And so in, in Hebrews... Just read this verse here from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. And it says, uh, Let us consider how we can spur each other on towards love and good deeds. Let's not give up the habit of meeting together. Well, we didn't have COVID in those days, but um, we've been persevering, haven't we, anyway? Uh, as some of us are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. 
So it's about so there it's about spurring each other on to 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 take risks, to do good deeds, to do the the works of faith. And and Joy was um, saying in our one church one day uh, day on Tuesday, she was saying felt God say that whilst we can't hug each other or touch one another um, uh, at this time, instead let's encourage each other with words that build each other up and. Uh, and speaking words of life, words of prophecy, words of encouragement, words of original design to each other. And that's the, that's another feature of, of kingdom communities, that we're a people that are really for each other, that know each other, and that celebrate each other. And, yeah, there's, um, I've, I've received this week, uh, a card from the elders, um, and uh, just actually just encouraging me and saying some of the things that they saw in uh, in me in in my leadership and this has been a, this has been a weird time for me personally this year and uh, my calling to to lead hope has been <laughs> how do we do this what do we do through covid actually um for a lot of it i've actually quite enjoyed the challenge of of seeking out god what are you doing here What's the, what's the opportunity for us to grow as a church through what's happening now? What are you saying? And, um, so for me, I, I have, I have enjoyed those challenges and I've enjoyed the need to be creative and do things differently. But as we're coming to the, the end of the year, you know, particularly with not seeing everyone and not being in the same room and, and I sometimes wonder, am I just, uh, am I just speaking into a void? You know, is this connecting with people? Are people, where is everyone in terms of hope? Are, are we moving together? Without having that feedback of being together and, and, and sensing what, you know, people are saying as much as we can do when we're in person together. It's, uh, it's weird and it makes me question sometimes, am I going mad? What, what am I doing? And so, it was so encouraging to get, um, this card, these a couple of cards from the elders and just saying, these are the things that we see in the way, uh, you lead hope. And I was like, oh really? <laughs> Whoa. That's, that I need, I need to hear that. I need to hear that because it's, it's hard. And, uh, and that's the sort of encouragement that, that we need, uh, for each other as a, a kingdom community. The, the encouragement that says, um, uh, you know, go for it. There's a, my, uh, Alice's brother speaks Chinese and there's a, a Ch- I probably won't pronounce this very well, but in, in Chinese there's a, there's a phrase, Jai Lo. I think that might be right. Let's see how that sounds. That means add gas. And it kind of means, put, I, I, I think it means kind of put petrol on the, on the fire, you know, add, add, add gas. And, and I feel like, uh, that was a, that's a gyro moment for me, reading this card of these encouragements. And so, that's a, that's another feature of, um, of kingdom community. And we want to be that for you as hope, uh, as hope. We want to be the place, the safe place where you can come. Uh, and where you can dream, and where you can take risks, and we can discern with you, um, you know, as your church family, saying, yeah, we recognise that in you, we see that in you, and we and we'll stand with you in that bold prayer that you're praying, the new steps that you're taking. So there you go, three things. Uh, uh, we're a, com- a kingdom community is a called community, called to out of something disparate, scattered, different people, hugely varied lives under the allegiance of King Jesus. And then we're a sent people. We, we don't just sit still. We're called to take this life to others as well. And we do that as community. And thirdly, we're an encouraging community. We're, we're, when we gather together, when we're together, we're a safe place that cheer each other on. 
And I just want to finish by saying a little bit about the how. How do we do that? And, a, and, and I think a reflection is that, I remember Jonathan Lee uh, sometimes talked about, uh, about uh, um, the danger of thin unity. And by that, I think he meant it's easy to be in the same place with people, but not necessarily be deeply connected. And, uh, and it's the same thing with community. It's easy to be in the same place with people, enjoying the same setting or surroundings. It's another thing to, to really go deep with, with people. And, uh, and it's not something that we can just manufacture and say, hey, here's just three easy steps to, to being um, in, a, in, a, in a great kingdom community. Actually, it takes more than that. And the disciples, it took them laying down their lives, didn't it? They had to leave their families um, in order to prioritise Jesus. He's not necessarily calling us to, to leave our families in the same way, but he is calling us. The call is right there through the Bible to die to our old way of life, to die to the way that we want to do things so that we can enter into his design and his plans. And so, and that's not easy. That's not something you just do. Oh, I'll do that next Sunday, four o'clock in the afternoon. See you at Hope Chapel, dying to my plans for my life. No, that is a, it's worked out over time. And it's, um, but then, and then the other thing, hey, I'm just going to make friends with people who are from a really different background to me. And uh, again, that doesn't happen overnight. It's not an easy thing. And, 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 and there's, unconscious bias, you know, we've been really aware of, um, of, of racism, haven't we, particularly over the last, over the last year, recognising, um, you know, un- bias within ourselves and, and, and privilege and, and these sorts of things. And these are some of the subtle things that actually keep us apart. And it takes time and it takes investment to build a community that overcomes those barriers. So, don't want to, don't want to, you know, give the impression that this is just something easy. Uh, but I want to say that the, the way we go about getting it is by diving in, being wholehearted. By being, saying, yes, I, I'm in for this. And, uh, I was tracking with someone, um, earlier this week, talking about some life changes. And they were saying how they've been processing this with a few people within Hope, um, also within, uh, some stuff in the men's breakfast that we had triggered off a whole, uh, some teaching that Joseph brought there triggered off a whole avenue of, of, of thought and pursuing God on stuff. And, 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 and it's a whole mosaic. And then people from other, someone else from another church as well, a whole mosaic of relational connectedness, which has, through which God has been steering this person into, um, the way forward for them. So, uh, Encouragement here is, please come and, you know, however connected you are with Hope, whether you're, you've just recently joined us or been part of us for, part of the church for a long time. It comes, the, the richness of community comes through diving in. That will be painful. There will be, um, people that offend you, that wind you up, and you know, that, that, that sin against you, that, that, that you know, there'll be all sorts of stuff. It'll, it'll be costly. Hopefully costly financially as well. You know, in all of these ways. Um, but the but but it, but, but the, the the reward is really rich because we're doing the stuff that Jesus has called us to, and His stuff is is always fruitful. You know, He calls us to. He talks about you know dying, a single seed being planted, but then it bears much fruit, and that's what we can expect as we dig into this community. So, um, a practical thing here: we've been thinking about Sundays, and actually we need team on Sundays, and uh, so we'd love to encourage everyone who's part of Hope to. Come and serve the community, the broader community, one Sunday a month. 
whether that's being on a kids team, a youth team, a, a prayer team, a worship team, um, you know, the, the, different, the different opportunities. But come with an attitude of serving. And as you serve, as you give yourself, then you will, um, you'll grow. And, and the church family will grow. Others will grow. Uh, and, and look to immerse yourself in the community, you know, communities within Hope or our women's, women's stuff, men's stuff, the different, different settings. Give yourself to it. Jump in. Dive in. Be wholehearted. And that's the way to go about forming and forging, um, kingdom relationships. It doesn't happen overnight. It won't be a comfortable, um, journey necessarily, but it will be a fruitful one. And it's an opportunity to grow and get to know Jesus more. And actually, what else would we do with our lives? It's worth risking everything for Jesus, the Son of God, who lived and he died and he rose from the dead so that we can have life and so that the whole world can have life. What else are we here for? And that, that, that's the reason to live, hey? So we're coming to land there and uh, I'm going to pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful church. Just uh, so grateful for this community of um, bold and brave uh, disciples, followers of Jesus. I'm so grateful to be part of this community. And I pray that you lead us on as we come out of lockdown. Lead us and grow us and make us deeper and more mature as a community that will see your love and life come uh, all around us. Amen.